Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Foundation Friday, March 20th, 2020. Steve Cypress here, and I have my reading glasses on because it's once again time for Story Time with Steve, another in our multi-part series on the fantastic book How to Be Rich by J. Paul Getty, who when he wrote it about 60 years ago was the richest man on earth, and his teachings are not only still appropriate today, maybe more than ever. One key tidbit, which we discussed a little earlier in the book, is J. Paul Getty made an absolute killing, made a fortune in the Great Depression. And now as we are on the brink of another depression, at least here in the U.S., if not throughout the world, almost undoubtedly, it is the time for entrepreneurs to have the greatest time of their lives. So right now, hopefully you are preparing and putting things in motion and getting ready for the biggest boom you could have in your business. But let's get right back to finishing off the chapter that Getty calls Business Blunders and Booby Traps. We covered the first three of these last week and I'll finish up with the last four in the chapter. So number four out of the seven he lists, he says the attitude towards administrative overhead that years ago, business owners automatically kept administrative overhead to an absolute minimum, but the present-day trend, and I say it still exists today, is the opposite, especially at big companies. You know, if you've ever worked for one, there's more meetings about the meeting before the meeting, and then there is memoranda that are all sent out, and everyone's CC'd all over the place. I mean, this is really appropriate today, thanks to technology. Their people do not keep their emailing to a minimum. They don't keep their social media posting and watching to a minimum. They're watching multiple cat videos on YouTube and Facebook every day and checking their phone 700,000 times. They're not keeping the administrative tasks to a minimum. So the mania is to build greater and even greater paper, paper shuffling empires. That's why it is hardly surprising that so many business owners start their careers with the idea that administration is the tail that wags the dog. In fact, it's the entire animal, as he puts it. And of course, it needs to be the complete opposite. You need to be lean and mean, and especially in the tough times, and we're heading into much tougher times, hard to believe, as tough as it is right now, lean and mean is the way to go. Next, another of the blunders of business owners is their constantly increasing tendency to over-specialize. Now, he doesn't mean here that you don't pick a highly targeted who to want to do business with. What he's talking about is that people start their business and they're afraid to get their hands dirty in all areas of the business. And that's what you want to do. I have started dozens of business in my life, and I'm very proud that every time I hired somebody, I was able to, at least the first few dozen hires, I was able to if not train them myself, I was able to relate the stories that I did what they did. And I was able to pop by as they were, you know, starting out in their first few days and 
and relate to them like, oh yeah, I remember that, and ooh, ah, I got paper cuts from that, and I remember doing this, and oh yeah, but you know, I didn't have this machinery when I started, but I did all this by hand, and this and that, and whatever, and like, you want to get involved in all the aspects of business. You want to stay. You don't want to stay there, of course, but you don't want to be afraid to get involved in all the different aspects of your business. All right, let's move on to business blunder and booby trap number six. Another error that unseasoned business owners make is that they relegate rather than delegate authority. This is a real important one. He says, I suppose it's natural for a man or a woman who owns a business to feel that he or she should take things as easily as possible. That's human nature, but it's hardly good business. A business owner can never afford to let down, nor can he or she afford to relegate his or her authority. If he or she allows others to run his or her business without maintaining close and constant supervision over their policies and operations, he or she is most likely to find that he or she has made a mistake and that he or she and his or her business are in trouble. All too often by the time he or she makes that discovery, it's too late to do anything about it. So he has a quote here from a mentor of his, probably from a hundred years ago now, if you have a business, make sure that you're the one who's running it. If you don't want to accept the headaches of being boss, then either close the business down or sell it to someone who will accept the responsibilities. A business owner should delegate authority, he or she must, in fact, for no one can be everywhere and do everything, but he or she must also remember that the final responsibility is up to him or her and thus, he or she should always retain final authority. So, and uh, that leads us to the final of the listed, major at least, business blunders and booby traps that uh, Getty puts forth in his book, How to Be Rich. And as usual, it's a little difficult to turn the page with one hand. And, uh, oh, because it's right here. That, this brings me to the last of the mistakes I've observed. So maybe it's the last altogether, not just major mistakes, the last that I observed young business owners make frequently. Their growing habit of pampering themselves, complaining that they're overworked and constantly laboring under terrific strain and tension. They flaunt their real or imagined ailments, particularly their ulcers, as badges of honor. And the National Office of Vital Statistics reveals that men of the managerial, technical, and administrative level as a whole have lower than average mortality rates. So get a hold of yourself. If you run a business, you have it easier than almost anybody. Heck, you're not out there digging ditches in the middle of winter. Uh, you're not out there right now. You're not a nurse or a doctor handling patients who are, well, supposedly highly contagious. Now, I digress a little bit, but how come I haven't heard that every single person on the set of that movie with Tom Hanks. Every actor, every director, every cameraman, every grip, every electrician, certainly the person who handles the craft services and all the food. How come I haven't heard that they all got the coronavirus? Maybe it's because, ooh, shocker, our leaders are lying to us as they always do. It's pretty much their job description. So of course, this is not nearly as contagious. How about that one, uh, one or two players on the on the Utah Jazz, I uh, got the coronavirus. Uh, they tested positive. Well, 
How come I haven't heard that every single player on the team and coach and trainer and the manager and every reporter that was in the locker room and everyone on the other team that they were sweating and elbowing and jockeying for position, bumping into each other all up and down the court, I think it was the LA Lakers. How come all of them and everyone in the front row and everyone sitting anywhere near the bench that they were on and on and on and on and on and on? Because, obviously, don't believe your lying eyes that see and then understand the truth that it's not highly contagious, not nearly as highly as the, the those in power that want to, of course, grab more power. And now they're taking almost total control over people's lives and people are willingly submitting to it. Oh, well, you know, everything's canceled and we just have to stay home and we all have to go broke and companies have to go bankrupt and we're in it together. And I mean, do you not understand that your governmental leaders are now blaming you, the inept, corrupt bureaucrats who were slow to respond to this thing and inept and let the thing get out of hand, are now blaming us if it gets more out of hand. Well, you see, we all have to do our part. Right, that means if it erupts, they'll just say, well, you know, those spring breakers went down to the beach and then they flew home and brought it to everybody and, you know, people were out in a restaurant when we told them not to and people didn't say, oh, so it's our fault. Of course, it's going to be our fault if this thing gets... Look, here's the deal. Anyone who's susceptible to this or any other virus or disease, they're the ones that should be self-quarantining and hanging out at home and not going out. That's how it is with every other disease known to mankind. Hey, I don't think I should go out because I'm real susceptible to the cold and it's cold out. You know, I'm old and frail and I'm not going out in the cold weather. Or I have a little bit of sniffles here. Maybe I'm coming down with the flu. I'm not going to go into work and I'm not going to go do any strenuous activity. I'm going to just lay low for a week and take some medicine. That's who should be quarantined. Not perfectly, not the entire NBA, the entire Major League Baseball, all the pro athletes of anything, everyone on Broadway, everything in any restaurant, everyone, come on. But of course, hey, the First Amendment gives us the right to assemble here in America. So, of course, those in power took that away. You do not have the right to assemble. Not if we give the order to shudder at home and stay inside and all that kind of BS. And for some reason, we so willingly and easily, like lemmings, fall for it. Anyway, I digress. Uh, so, uh, that's the last one. Not a badge of honor if you are overworked. Ooh, ah. Think about somebody who's actually overworked. Nurses working double shifts right now and, and, and working with people with viruses. By the way, I haven't heard that every single doctor and nurse caught the thing either. So it's not as contagious as anyone is con has convinced everyone, by the way, just about everyone. Although, you know, I have to say, I was in a mastermind group yesterday. And of course, oh, can't meet in person. It's got to be virtual. And we got to the uh, beginning part we always start with, and I do the same in my masterminds. Start with your biggest win since our last meeting, which had been a couple of weeks before. So everyone shares the big win. And man... Huge, big wins. Everyone was excited. Everyone was laughing at all the nonsense and the BS of the government controlling everyone's lives. Now, I have to say that facing the public, all of us are the same. All of us put out the same message as the public, except me, because I'm a no BS guy. So I'm here on the, on the video just telling you straight. But most people are sending out emails and putting up social media posts going, Hey, we understand. We have to do our part you know, this is contagious and we're shutting down the business because it's the right thing to do. And we all have to, I'm telling you behind the scenes, anyone successful is saying what a load of bunk. Of course, the NBA had to shut down 
because they'd be shamed out of their mind if they didn't. But behind the scenes, every single one of those owners, you can guarantee it, is going, what total BS that we shut this down because of our inept, control-grabbing, fear-mongering, corrupt, inept government. I mean, it's so corrupt, I just heard that a few of the senators are like profiting billions of dollars from their inside knowledge of the thing. I mean, it's just such a, such a scam. Okay, so that's the, that's the final one of the seven business blunders and booby traps from J. Paul Getty in his book, How to Be Rich. And he finishes off the chapter saying, most of the blunders I've listed are errors I've committed myself at one time or another. In business or out of it, there's nothing unusual or shameful about making a mistake once. But, as Cicero said, who knew? I didn't, I've heard this a million times, I didn't know Cicero said it. To stumble twice against the same stone is a proverbial disgrace. So I've heard that from a wise mentor years ago. He said, the best way to learn, best way to grow as an entrepreneur is to make all the mistakes you can. However, you want to make them all just once. You make them a second time, shame on you. So... That'll do it for, and yet, speaking of this panic-demic we're in, history continues to repeat ourselves. I mean, Y2K, the government had everyone crazy that the water system's going to shut off and planes will fall out of the sky and computers will stop working and patients in hospitals will die because all the machines will go off. And like, and then there was the this and the that and the this and the Mayan calendar and the earth is ending and the SARS and the MERS and the this and the who and the ha. And it's going to be another and another. And we're not going to learn. Governments continue to take control. So they've already taken control and taken away our First Amendment right to assemble. They also love to take away our First Amendment right to free speech. If you say something that people don't like, oh, that's hate speech, you're racist, oh, you can't say that. And of course, they want to take away the Second Amendment right. That goes right along with it. And yet gun sales, of course, through the roof. When you start taking away our First Amendment right to assemble, believe me, everyone at least subconsciously gets the idea they're coming after our rights. They're coming after our freedoms. And I'm going to go buy every single gun and bit of ammo that I possibly can before they take that one away. And so on and so on and so on. So that'll do it for Foundation Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Maybe take. Maybe you think I'm crazy. Maybe you think I'm a conspiracy nut or I'm, you know, awful person who hates society and doesn't want to contribute and is selfish. But maybe, just maybe... You take a look at what's going on with a little bit of an open mind towards what I'm saying and see if you don't spot how many times the inept bureaucrats are shoulder to shoulder in front of the room, inches apart from each other, telling us we need to do social distancing. Same thing as Al Gore and and Bernie Sanders and the rest, oh, we need the Green New Deal and climate change, and they hop right on their private jets and fly over to Davos with Leo DiCaprio and the rest of the hypocrites. Like, it's all a game. It's all a persuasion, manipulation, whatever you want to call it. The idea is for you, dear viewer, listener, reader, however you're getting this, to also use the same tactics. Understand human behavioral psychology. You can see right now how easily the masses are manipulated into now blaming ourselves, supposedly, if this thing spreads. Oh, I guess it's our fault because we didn't wash our hands 52 times a day. Or we didn't, you know, go stay six feet apart. Or we didn't do this. Or we did this too much. Or we didn't do that. Give me a break. 
cut it out. So pay attention to the manip masterful manipulation going on. And by the way, who's doing most of the manipulating? It's politicians and the media. Well, those are masters by definition of manipulation. That's how they get to where they are. That's their job. They don't just tell it straight like it is. The news would be the most boring thing and nobody would watch it. Tune in to the farm report sometimes on the radio. That's just pure news, totally boring. Nobody pays attention to that. You got to have all kinds of models and great lighting and they're all dressed to the nines and suits and cocktail dresses and whatever. And, you know, anytime an attorney or a doctor comes on any of these cable news channels, they have to be a model. So you can't, couldn't be someone like me, a little bald guy with glasses giving you perfectly good information. It has to be somebody who looks like a model because it's entertainment and it's manipulation and it's entitled, it's, it's designed to get you coming back for more and keep you in fear so you're on the edge of your seat and you keep got a tuning in. That's how it works, folks. Well, you ought to do the same in your advertising and marketing. Get people to say, I can't wait till the next email from that guy. I can't wait till the next social media post from her. I got to see what she's going to say next. I can't wait to receive the next newsletter. I can't wait to get the next offer or what their new product is. That's how you do it, folks. Pay attention to the master manipulators that have everyone believing we all need to huddle in our homes and go bankrupt and it, unemployment has to go to 20% and now the government has to take care of us. I thought, gee, I thought socialism was bad and now supposedly, suddenly, I mean, all the conservatives and Republicans that are in power, are like, well, we need to give government money to people. You understand, we have to take care of them. What? Right, because you don't really believe anything. You just want more power and you're really good at getting it and you're really good. You'll do anything to keep it. So you, Mr. Business Owner or Ms. Business Owner, ought to do the same with your marketing. Learn how to persuade, control, manipulate people into doing what you want them to do. Now, caveat, of course, what I always call the anti-thinking in the game is that you do provide an excellent product or service. So manipulating someone into doing something that's good for them, that will solve their problem when they're on the fence and they're hemming and hawing, I don't know, but you're good at convincing them to do what later on they're gonna thank you for, that's an important skill. That's a very valuable skill. Without it, you know, society would grind to a halt if there weren't people good at marketing and advertising and convincing people to do what's right because otherwise, People, as you can see, are lemmings and uh, will live in fear and never take the right action and just go bankrupt and go out and get their jobs are closing down and the factories are closing down. And schools, now it's another thing. I'll get into that another day. But, you know, I always say never confuse schooling with education and especially colleges. What a scam. I've been talking about this for years, but now it's really uncovered. When every I'm talking to my clients, oh, yeah, my kid's coming home and he's going to study from home. like and you're really going to give another 60 grand or 80 grand to that school next year and send them back? Or aren't you going to realize and continue to have him learn from home? Like, give me a break. What a scam that is. Anyway, that's enough about all the scams, the blunders, the booby traps. I'm going to share something positive and something extremely important breaking news tomorrow on Social Media Saturday. So if you do anything with social media, you want to pay attention to my tip that I'm going to give you tomorrow. All right, Gary is here. Thanks for being here, Gary. Thanks, everyone, for all the likes. I don't see any questions, comments, concerns. As always, if you're watching on the replay or you're just now getting to it, post it in a comment wherever you're watching this, reading it, listening to it. 
I always respond when appropriate. I thank you for all the likes, the shares, for watching, for being here with me while I am huddled at home because, you know, if I just head out there, the whole world is going to die. So I'm going to stay at home. I can't even think about it with a straight face. But anyway, that'll do it. I'll catch you tomorrow. Have a fantastic weekend. And I mean that. Have a fantastic weekend. Not a fearful weekend. Cut that out. Catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making